Hi, I'm Todd from Finish Line Financial, and this is Retirement Secrets, where we talk about what it takes to retire like you're a multimillionaire. With Retirement Planning 101, an essential step is to set your family up for success because it is heartbreaking to see resentments and family divisions set in after the loss of parents, especially because it's so avoidable. The biggest offenders? Houses and family cottages. That's why we have back on today's episode, Lisa Walters, to discuss how to avoid these rifts and also offer some guidance on how to keep your family together during this vulnerable time. Lisa is a shareholder at the law firm of Cousins Lansky, where she focuses her legal practice on all things related to estate planning. Here is my interview with Lisa Walters. Hi, Lisa. Glad to have you back on the podcast. Hi, Todd. I'm so glad to have another opportunity to speak with you. You know, Lisa, we talked before about uh, inheritances and children receiving inheritances from their parents. And it's sort of easy to sort of figure out if we're just talking about maybe some money left over in a bank account and there's maybe four children, you divide it by four and everybody gets equal. But, you know, sometimes there's unique situations like what if a family might have um, maybe a family cottage or a vacation home? Uh, what should families be thinking about if those are the types of things that are going to be a part of an inheritance? It's actually a really great question because those are the exact type of assets that can cause the most family conflict. Mm. You, know, you don't want to, well, in my opinion, you don't want to leave it to one child because then they own it and they can do whatever they want and the others have zero rights. Um, my preference, and I learned this from my clients, um, is to involve the kids as much as possible. A couple of years ago, I had a client whose husband had passed away. She wasn't doing too well, and she had four kids. And they have these cottages up north, two of them, I think, next door to each other, that they are always using, all mm. of them, all the time. Right. And the kids called me with mom's permission and said, we want, you know, we've sat down together as a family and come up with what we want the guidelines to be. And it was fantastic. I mean, yes, we made tweaks and I asked questions, but they, you know, said, this is how much time we each get. And we each have to pay a certain amount toward the use of it to maintain the cottage and provide the expenses. Oh, wow. They got into the details. They got into the nitty gritty and they even provided that even if somebody wasn't using it and wasn't paying, there were still certain big holidays like July 4th, Memorial Day, those kind of things that anybody could go. So it was really, really a great family. Well thought out. A family plan, really. And that's what it needs to be. And even if they don't do that, the parents really need to think about that because, again, those are huge points of conflict. One wants it, one doesn't. If it's in trust, I want to be bought out, but there's really nothing to buy you out with. And so, again, you've got to think of all of those, you know, issues that could come up. And it's really case by case because each family is different, obviously. And and the big risk here, um, which we're we're implying is, is that if if they don't think about it ahead of time, you um, unfortunately, you can create a scenario where perhaps there's some resentments amongst the the children um, or, you know, bitterness that's that's there because. Um, as you had said earlier, well, what, what if you leave it to just one kid and just say it's the oldest child and you just assume the oldest child will go ahead and, um, 
do this fairly, um, it doesn't always work out that way, right? It so doesn't always work out that way. And I have seen more families fractured because of, of yeah. these exact circumstances. So if you don't, and there's not to say you can prevent that always, but if you can, you know, try your best. Otherwise, you know, if they can't agree, I would say it's sold. You know, if you cannot agree, sell it. And and maybe they can't agree. We've had the opposite. We've had where they all, there were no specifics and the kids got together and said, we want to keep it. We're going to own it. We're going to throw it into an LLC for liability protection. And we're going to sit down and make up the rules amongst ourselves. And that's perfectly fine too. You just never know which family that's going to be and which it's not. You know, Lisa, I, I know, and I think I shared this in a previous uh, podcast episode, I know of a, the exact situation that you had described earlier, which is there, there was a family cottage. Um, Mom and dad had, uh, believe it or not, nine children. And <laughs> the all nine children, they all grew up. So they, the, they were all adults. And then there was a bunch of grandkids. And every family got one week out of the summer. And what they had done was the, the mom and dad uh, or the grandparents, however you look at it, they um, they left the cottage to one of the nine adult children and left the verbal instructions to essentially maintain the same um, schedules and everybody can pick a, a week out of the summer and whatnot. Well, unfortunately, I mean, it's a tragedy uh, and I know the, the family, um, Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. And um, um, it wasn't maintained. Everybody didn't get a week. And in the end, there's there's bad blood. I know that of those nine families, that there's 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 siblings in there that have not talked to each other now in decades. That um that's a risk, right? That is a huge risk, and that's the problem. So either, you know, either you address it very, very cleanly and clearly and, and be specific. Or just say sell the place at that point, or have if one of them or more than one want to buy it, let them buy it together and let them fight it out. Hey, Lisa, if listeners want to follow you or learn more, where should they go? Todd, we my office has or my firm has a website. It's www.cousins.com. We have a wealth of information there. There's all sorts of um, brochures and summaries and articles. So that's a great resource. And you can also reach me through that. Also, I'm on LinkedIn. And I believe our firm even has a Facebook page, at least the last I looked. Oh, fantastic. Hey, Lisa, very informative. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Todd, it was so fun having this, this additional opportunity. I hope we get to do it again sometime. Thanks again, Lisa. Thanks for listening to Retirement Secrets. If you want to learn more about how to retire like you're a multimillionaire, please visit our website at yourfinishline.com. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. 
there is no assurance that the investment techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Alternative investments may not be suitable for all investors and should be considered as an investment for the risk capital portion of the investor's portfolio. The strategies employed in the management of alternative investments may accelerate the velocity of potential losses. Any guest speakers, along with the companies they are associated with, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Finish Line Financial or LPL Financial.